Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Welcome along. This is the Friday afternoon episode. Well, for Friday afternoon, it's normally Friday morning, but we're late half term and all that is just yeah, completely. Half Hashtag half time logistics. It's thrown a fucking curveball into our usual routines and lives. But half, term, half term man is a bit like stray man, it's, <laughs> it's like a subset. Halfway between straight and, and any and, kind of existence at all really isn't it yeah you're half out of your rig half in your rig like rig man is the opposite of stray man right yeah. and somewhere in between there's half term man. man you're in your rig but your usual systems yeah. your logistical procedures. processes and procedures have been thrown all out of sync <laughs> you've been you're not fully operational Right, you have been completely discombobulated by yeah. half term. There are kids asking you to do things. Yeah, wanting um, to go places. Yeah, wanting to go places, or sometimes you want to take them places because they're driving you mad, running around mm. the house. My daughter, she's looks fine, but you know, my my boy, he's like got too much alcohol. We've got to go out. We've got to go out. We've got to Expend do something. Got to burn off some energy. Yeah. I don't want to go out. Sometimes no. they don't want to go out, and that's well, worse the than when they do want well. to go out. The weather's shit. I don't know what it's like down there, but the weather's shit yeah, here. It's, well, it's pretty grim. grim. I was thinking of taking Grizzle. him to see the otters, wasn't I? But he's not interested. Oh, man. A man, a man who has lost their love of otters is a man who's lost their love of life. I told him yeah. that. Yeah, it was uh, Doctor Johnson said that, wasn't it? It was him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, you don't see a lot of anymore, mate. What's that? It came up soldering irons mm. <clears throat> because there's a knife that is very precious to my wife and I in this house and yep. we've always used it it's a knife that I can't remember a time when we didn't have this knife and is we've it, been uh, living would you describe it as an emotional support knife it's an emotional support knife it means a lot to us it's always like I would say in the sort of hierarchy in the house it's just about the same level as the cat Right in wow. terms of the role it plays in the family. Yeah, I can't remember. I've lived. I've lived with my wife for twenty years. Yeah. I can't remember a time before the knife. The knife was there before the kids or the cat. And it, last night she posted a picture on Instagram. It was a horrible way for me to find out. It was quite. It was quite insensitive of her actually. Mm. That on Instagram she posted a picture right, and it was of this knife. It's a very small knife. Very small. It's sweet. Really? What, what? What? What's its purpose? It's not a butter knife, then. It's smaller than a butter knife. It's small but sharp, and it is perfect Ooh. for peeling an orange. Right. It's small, sharp, and slightly curved. What kind of and handle has it got? It's got a plastic handle, and over the years, remember that thing on the internet? Is this dress blue, or is it? What was the other thing it was supposed to be? Gold, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. We've had, we've had that years before that became a thing. We've had that in this house over the knife. Because right. she would always say, 
get the blue knife. And I'd be like, do you mean the fucking grey knife, right? <laughs> anyway, that's just one of the fun little stories surrounding this knife, mate. Yeah, I could I write a whole... You, you could probably do I, a podcast series about it. I, or I write a column in the New Yorker magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. With a I little funny that. illustration. Yeah. Opening sentence. We've had the, we'd had the knife for as long as I can remember. Full stop. Mm-hmm. It had played as much a role in our lives, if you really stop to think about it, as our children or our cat, Nelson. <laughs> blah, blah, fucking blah. There's 2,000 words, PDF yeah, invoice ka-ching. attached, dickheads. <laughs> fucking New Yorker magazine. <laughs> New Yorker magazine's like the least fucking amusing magazine in in the whole fucking news agents. And yeah. yet people who like claim to like it, no one really does. It's like a fucking posing thing. Oh, have you seen the cartoon in this week's New Yorker? What, the really unfunny one where a bloke's thinking something about his dog and then his dog's thinking something about him. Yeah. And it's sort of like yeah. crappy, crappily satirical. And the, the, the kind of Americans that read the New Yorker are the worst kind of Americans because they're not uh, really Americans. They don't want to be Americans. They want to be English. They think they're sophisticated. Yeah, they want yeah. to be English, exactly. Yeah. They dress like they all dress like university professors, how they imagine English university professors dress, but how no English university professor has ever dressed. They'll they, they, wear like a jumper, like, but with a bow tie. Yeah, they dress like Sting in 1985 when he went solo. <laughs> and they walk around with their fucking New Yorkers and they read these crappy little articles about someone's written 2,000 words about a knife. <laughs> and the editor's gone, oh, this is delicious. I love it. I love it. It has got so much heart and character. Yeah, just it's great just insight to life. ordinary folk. Yep. Ordinary American yep. folk telling the little tales that paint little vignettes of American <laughs> lives that go on all across this great land. <laughs> fuck off. Okay, now, fuck <laughs> off. Anyway, I'm going to write this essay for the New Yorker about my knife that broke. Good. Fucking broke. And I've seen it. She broke it pe- peeling a pumpkin. I could have told her, mate. It's oh, completely unsuitable for pumpkin It doesn't sound big enough for a pumpkin. It was like a delicate little bird. Amongst yeah. our knives, we've got big knives, small knives, medium knives, got all sorts of knives. This one was the baby of the family, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't have been exposed to a pumpkin. And anyway, it broke over all these years. And, and honestly, you know, you're, I'm sure you and most of the companies will be able to relate to this. In, in all honesty, joking aside, when you've had an item in your house, a kitchen item, a seemingly mundane humdrum item yeah. for that many years, and there's a few little running jokes about it, like disputes over what colour it is and blah, 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 right? When it does perish, you do feel slightly a, a mild heartbreak. Not heartbreak, but a small heart fracture. I'm just thinking, I, I had, from your description of it, I had a fucking similar knife. And I don't mm. know where it is. Right. We're talking about, I mean, we're talking about a blade of about maybe, what, three inches maybe? Yeah, maximum. Plastic yeah. handle? Yeah. Mm. I, had, I had one, and I don't know if I've still got it. And now I'm worried about that. Do You better go and check straight after the podcast. Is it? Was it usually used for fruit mainly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or cheese. Do you know what's really sad about this knife? Cheese. Yeah. I hadn't even had the chance to use it on a pear. Because it wasn't until, what, you've 10 days just, ago that I tried a pair for the first time? You've just discovered the pair. Perhaps there's a link. Probably but maybe there the, is, really. The knife, I think there the is. Knife, are you saying the knife wanted to die? 
the the knife wanted to die because it got wind of the fact that you were into pears and it wasn't ready. Oh, fucking hell. He's it, just discovered pears. I knew this day would come. <laughs> I knew, it. Look, you, you know, I, I'm happy with what I've got. It, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's sometimes it's strawberries. Sometimes it's, you know, oranges. He just, cut, he just used me to cut the green bits off the top of the strawberry. Fucking yeah. easy job. Ki- kiwi fruit, take the skin off that. I'm happy with what I do. I'm not sure I'm ready to take on pears as well. I'm old. I don't like change. Why, at this stage in his fucking life, he's old too. Why has he suddenly decided to start getting into pears? <laughs> fucking hell. He's had his chance. He had years to get into pears. Why do it now? It's pathetic. It's like those guys who have midlife crisis, lead their wives, start going out with a 25-year-old and get really into ecstasy, but for the first time, start going to their mates. Oh, have you ever tried ecstasy? It's amazing. Really good. Last night, I put on Crowded House and just danced all night. I only had a half, but, you know, it was enough. What a work night. I was buzzing off my tits. That's what Cassandra says. It's a little phrase I picked up off her. Um... She's not my secretary anymore. She's uh, she's starting her own business. Anyway, uh, the so anyway, the knife's perished, and I'm gutted. And the I, knife's I, 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 I was out, and I woke up this morning. First thing I said, "What happened to the knife?" Mm. Pumpkin. I said, "I think we can fix it." She went, "No, don't. If you start thinking that, you'll only end disappointment." I said, "Soldering iron." That's the way to fix it because the the plastic handle hasn't broke, the blade has snapped, and it's a clean snap. Right. So I reckon soldering iron. But that's it. She went, You don't know how to use soldering iron. I said, You've got to be joking. I went to school in the 80s. CDT, craft design technology. My my main memory of my first two years at secondary school was soldering. Yeah. They just made you solder. You got in, solder. Right? Playtime, back in, more soldering. That's what we Lunchtime. That, that, that's what comprehensive education was about in the 80s, preparing you for heavy industry. Soldering stuff. Thatcher. Yeah. Thatcher famously made a speech, right? On the steps of Downing Street in 1979 after she mm. won her first election, and she stood and she said, Rejoice, no child in this country will ever grow up ignorant of soldering ever again. <laughs> and in their manifesto pledges, they promised a soldering iron for every single child in this country and i don't think that they ever gave them out they didn't it was a big ambitious plan it didn't work out but they did at least make sure that we all had i would say at least 40 hours of solid soldering training yeah in the first two years of secondary education that was standard in the 80s and did you do technical drawing as well sometimes drawings but you were bored at it you go you go in he'd start telling you and i don't know about you but our cdt lessons were in port in the porter cabins right oh that's right. where they stuck them put them in yeah. the porter cabins right because yeah. then if anything the, blows up what's the yeah, way fuck it's just it. a porter yeah. cabin damage limitation <laughs> less collateral damage this way <laughs> stick them in a porter cabin over there in the field not near any of the other buildings we have to assume that at some point one of these little cunts is going to blow something up it might we as well be the porter cabin a few cabin. years ago fucking clever cunt soldered himself to the canteen on purpose over, <laughs> it was a dispute over his chips <laughs> he rang the local paper told him to come down because he was soldering his arm to the counter <laughs> right but yeah, Mr. I think his name was Mr. Greenwood, and he. What was brilliant was he wore a brown workshop coat, similar mm. to the one bought, worn by Mr. Bennett, the calamitous 
caretaker out of Tony yeah. Hart. Yeah. You know those coats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did your bloke wear one of them? Uh, the woodwork and metalwork teachers did. Yeah. I didn't do CDT. Right. Our CDT, obviously this is three years before yours, our CDT uh, group had to be bussed to a, a, a separate location. I think it was to Sunderland College. What? So they had to go... Well, because you didn't have the rig up we in didn't your have school. The rig. We didn't right. have the rig. And it didn't was have the port cabin. It, it was an entire afternoon's lesson, so it wasn't just a double period. It was a quadruple period. You mm. got it from one through to half three, and they had to go on a bus. And I did art. I did GCSE art instead. So I just got hanging around in the your GCSEs, Before your GCSEs, didn't they like give you a go? So when no, did you didn't. get your soldiering in then? Uh, we did a bit in metalwork. Metalwork, yeah. Well, CDT was basically taking metalwork, woodwork, all of that, and putting it all ne- amalgamated into. Yeah. Uh, it was just like stick it all into one subject. Yeah. And you got goggles. Um, <clears throat> you sometimes even got those masks that stop you inhaling like wood chips, right, or whatever yeah. poisonous gases. And there was a circular saw in there. Mm-hmm. Right, which occasionally you got to use. But there's always stories about, oh, there was a kid here in the year above who chopped his thumb off or whatever. But it was mainly soldering. And if he tells you technical drawing, you'd start doing it a bit bored. Like, have you drawn what it is you're going to make? Yeah, sort of. Can we just get on the fucking solder now, mate? Get the solder Can we just out, yeah. cut to the fucking good bit? And he'd just yeah. sit there reading his fucking paper and go, fine, get the soldering out. <laughs> and you just solder, 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 solder. Yeah. Just non-stop soldering. It's my main thing that happened at school. They trained us all to solder. But by the time we left school, she'd fucking sold off or savaged all of our in- industry. Yeah. And so we were all highly trained solderers without a fucking nowhere to go. The, That's why the, I had to go into the podcasting game. It, it's almost like the soldering promise of 79 was a big fuck you, but a preemptive fuck you. Yeah. And then she just took it all away. It makes no sense to promise us all to train us the whole country as mm. the almost the elite. She's like, you know, in in Japan, kids are soldering, you know, but, but before they can even walk. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We have la- we are lagging behind the Asian tiger economies, and this will change. This will be remember, like right um, when Harold Wilson said that he will re- rebuild the British economy with the white heat. Of technology. technology. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. White heat. Mm. Her version was build it, rebuild it with the Soldering. silver heat of solder. We, we were almost solder soldiers, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. But then we were but thrown te- to the dogs. But I tell you what else, mate. Ultimately, we were solder lie. Oh, God, yeah, we Fuck were. Yeah, now. Send that, that to the That's New what, Yorker as well, Put that well, in the mate. New Yorker, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Scandinavia... They get them out soldering when they're like three in the woods, naked with battery-operated soldering irons that they don't need yeah. to plug in. Yeah, naked it, uh, in the woods, running yeah. around, I'm not fucking sure soldering naked. everything. I'm not sure they're pretty naked. Sure, pretty sure they are, but are they okay? That's weird. Um, yeah, so, so you're gonna have a crack I don't at know. it. I, I haven't got a soldering iron. I wouldn't even know where to source one. Being cute. Being cute. I, I haven't them. really. Yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't set eyes upon a soldering iron in years. No. B&Q. I, I don't know where in B&Q you'd find one, but you'll get one in B&Q. And, well, I'll just go online. And also, what about um, the solder? Presumably they sell that in packs, do they? I hope so. I'm going to have a quick look now. Is it? Is it? A, do, they, do you think they probably sell it in a coil, like a massive coil, and you, can, you, you buy it by the length? 
Like, Probably, I want it, it like used to 20 metres worth, Yeah, for instance. There you are. Whoa, I'm looking at it now. Sold a wire, 20 grams, two quid, B&Q. Oh, so they sell it by weight. And it's in, a, it's in like a tube, but yeah, it's in a coil form. Is it coiled? Right. Uh, okay. Um, have you found so, the iron? Well, if, if they're selling the solder, they're going to sell the iron. Stands yeah. to reason, doesn't it? Yeah, unless you need Soldering, a license. I mean, so, they're, no, they're no, potentially very dangerous things. Do you not need a yeah. license like you need for a gun? That's what you makes it exciting. can't just anyone walking into a shop buying a soldering iron, then they could go out on the street and use it, like, for evil, couldn't they? They could go you around soldering get, people in the face. You can get a B&Q corded soldering iron for 14 quid, and then you can get the solder for two quid. Well, this is ridiculous, mate. This is the sort of thing that Michael Moore should make a documentary about. It is disgusting, right, that in this day and age... We live in a country where you can walk in off the street, mm. anyone, without a licence, without mm-hmm. any background checks, and for £14, buy a fucking soldering iron, Get for a few more pounds, get the solder itself, yep. and then you're free to use it however you wish. That is a ticking time bomb. You've got hot metal, yeah. you know, at your mercy almost, to do whatever yeah. you want to do with anywhere, yeah. to anyone, at any time, with impunity. You're basically like um, one of the X-Men. Jalapeño. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. For 27 quid, Sam, for 27 quid, you could get a Rothenberger corded soldering gun. You can be firing I mean, hot metal at people across the room. You take that to the football. You become you them. You, beca- you could become... A master of metal, a man able of mani- like well, like Magneto. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, M- Magneto or Magneto, whatever he's called, right? Magneto, <laughs> Cornetto, right? It sounds like a combination of uh, the Cornetto and the Magnum. But yeah. he, he <laughs> he's played by Sir Ian McKellen, and but his young self is played by that Irish actor. Anyway, it's like you basically are like him. You could have that power. If you've got 27 quid, if you're listening to this, you've got 27 quid in your pocket. By this yeah, afternoon, it's, it's you could be magnetic. Yeah. You could be controlling all metals. And yeah. I hope that you're sane and you don't have mental health issues. But let's face it, most of us fucking do. And I just think this is this could be... People are all distracted by Brexit. Have you seen any of these parties as we go up, build up to a new election. Have you seen any of them say anything about soldiering irons? No. Well, they, they can't. They, they can't because it's all about the uncertainty around Brexit. And yeah. if you don't know if you're going to be EU or not, you don't know what regulations you're going to have to abide by. And obviously, mm. uh, once if we are out of the EU, soldering regulations, I imagine, because it's the Tories, scrapped. Mm. There'll yeah, be they'll no deregulate. They love soldering. to deregulate. And there's already hardly any regulation. So I remember um, David Cameron proudly announcing the bonfire of the red tape. He yep. did that when he came to power. 
And what he meant was, I'm going to stop all of my property developer friends having to obey rules about building buildings safely. Um, and anyway, I'll cut a long story short, Grenfell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and true. I don't want to take us down dark areas, but the soldering situation is not a good one. No, no, it's not. Having said that, if you are going to get into this soldering thing, Sam, there is currently an offer on on the Rothenberger soldering mat, mm. uh, which is thirty nine centimeters by twenty centimeters. So it's a good right. a good size mat. You can get a lot of soldering done on that. You can easily do your knife on it. And whatever yeah. else you fancy soldering. Is it just a mat you put down when you're soldering to stop stuff getting on your side in the kitchen? Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. And it's it's down from £33.33 to just £10. I'm going to need a mat, aren't I? Because you don't... Of course you're going to need a mat. You don't so want to damage any of your surfaces. You're going to... Oh, it's in stock in Sunderland as well. <laughs> it's not It's not one of those reductions that's not in stock. It's just there to entice you. It's in stock. Do you know where your nearest B&Q is? Yeah. I would usually go to home base, to be honest. All right, okay. There's a nearer well, I, home base I, I, than there I is being I can't help you there. You'd have to have a look online, home base, because... Do you not get the home base website? I, we do get the whole... Yeah, the, the home base website isn't region-specific. We do get did that. You not, did you not buy that package when you got your internet package from Sky? No, no, it's available. I do oh. get 100% of the internet. But um, we haven't got a home base that's close enough. Being cured is much so you, closer. So you just don't bother with it? Nah, not anymore. But yeah, you can get it being Q ten quid for the mat, uh, twelve quid for the cheapest iron. You don't want Imagine. the gun. Do, do it. Do it like your forefathers would have done it. Do it with yeah, the, no, with the iron. That's cheating. That's yeah. cheating. I do it also. Well, that's how I was trained. I was trained with an iron. I wouldn't know where to start with the gun. I don't want to retrain. They say with soldiering, and I hope it's true, that it's like riding a bike because yeah. I probably haven't soldered since nineteen eighty eight, um, but. I hope that instinct or muscle memory will just kick it in, mate. Do. I think the secret is take your time. It always was then. Patience. Yeah. Yeah. Wait oh for that God. metal. Wait for that, that, that solder to, to melt properly. And just be fucking careful. Just take your time. Don't put too much uh, on. It's always good to put a little bit on and then add to it. Don't go yeah, in ham-fisted and put too much on. You know what I'm on. like, mate. I Look, do, yeah. You know, you know me. You've never seen me solder. No, but I can imagine though. You, you have certain insights to my mentality. Yeah. How would you imagine I solder? Um, like Liberace. <laughs> Full on. Darling, solder for everyone. <laughs> I bought all the solder in the world. Isn't it wonderful, children? Gather round. <clears throat> yeah. I shall spray the solder all over the room. Yeah. Isn't it pretty? I have Look soldered how it the twinkles. I have soldered the fridge to the floor. Now it will be there forever. <laughs> uh, I was sold to my own island, shut. <laughs> yeah, kind of a bit like that. I mean, I was going to say to you a few minutes ago, it's the kind of thing you could do over half term with Len. Mm. It could be a mm. good father and son activity. Fucking great. Obviously, he'd have to watch. He'd want a little go. Give him a little go. But, you know. Let me ask something. I can't remember. Do you have to wear protective gloves? Nah. Because it gets hot. Well, the handle of the, the soldering iron will be fairly warm, but you don't have to use gloves, I don't think. Yeah, you don't touch the fucking solder. No, don't well, touch you, the you solder. Sh- you, you shouldn't, anyway. Don't touch the solder or the tip of the iron. That's <laughs> fucking... You might as well be stri- ah, fucking hell. <laughs> Straight down oh, the it's fine. I'll just stick on a pair of marigolds. That should be all right. 
Yeah, the melt <laughs> under your skin. That'll be good. <laughs> All right, well, I'll keep posted on that. At the moment, I don't know where the parts of the knife are. I hope she hasn't thrown them Ooh. because I would I would hope that we'd give it the respectful burial it deserves. In the garden with the pets. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I cannot... Yeah, we, if we can't, like, just dig a hole, mm. bury it in a shoebox, all put something in there, a little message, and have a little yeah. family gathering. That's how I'd like. But maybe, just maybe, I could... Um, what do you call it when something comes back to life? Reincarnation? Resurrect. Resurrect. I yeah. could resurrect it. We'll see. It might Wouldn't be, that be wonderful? It might just be in the bottom of the kitchen bin. You can just fish yeah, it out. Yeah, I'll just I'll fish it out. Anyway, that's soldering. That's yeah, that that's covered off. the vast majority of the episode, really. Uh, should we do mm. some football predictions? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got six matches, as usual. Um, we've got... Are you going to do this in a high-press style? I'm ready to high press. Are you press. ready to high press? Here we go then. Yeah. Aston Villa versus Liverpool. Nil two. Ooh. I will go for one two. Did you see Klopp moaning the other day because they've got the fucking uh, Carabao Cup quarterfinal to play and they've got nine fixtures in December and that'll be one of them. Mm. And he says they might just pull out of the competition altogether. Not now. Yeah. Now? Yeah. He can't do that. Well, he's That's talking about disgusting. It. He fucking played played a reserve team the other night against Arsenal, whoever it was. Five five. Five all the mad bastards. <laughs> yeah. That's like Roy the Rovers. He's like, oh, okay now. He's like, yeah, we're not, we're not playing anymore. We've we've fucking cl- we've sorted it now. We've done it. Five five penalty shoot. They've out. completed the Carabao Cup. Yeah. I think that he should be careful what he says because he's quite <laughs> a popular character. But if you start saying shit like that, it's um. Don't fuck with the Carabao Cup. Carabao Cup's the best tournament in football. Yeah. In what other year has there not been a Carabao Cup quarterfinal in December? Never. I oh, know. Prick. Yeah, what about Oxford? They knocked out... They did the hat trick. Apparently they knocked out... I, I didn't know they'd knocked out <laughs> Millwall, but apparently they knocked out Millwall, then West Ham, then Sunderland. Sunderland They've yeah. done the fucking top flight time machine hat trick, <laughs> and I am right behind them to go all they the are. way. Come well, on, Oxford. They're, they're official enemies of top flight time. Have you seen who they've got next round, though? City. Bad City as well. Yeah, yeah. I, don't mean, I think that's where their run ends. That's the end of that, Impressive then. stuff, though. Yeah, well done. Um, Arsenal versus Wolves. I'll go first on this one. I think this will be 2-0 uh, Arsenal. 2-0 Arsenal. 2-0 Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. Got spot, down. of course, for all of these. Says 1-0. Yeah. Crystal Palace versus Leicester. Oh fuck! I didn't have that on my list. Um, uh, oh, list nil, nil two. Nil two. Leicester, of course, everyone's favourite team. All of a sudden, the entertainers yeah. like Newcastle Hipster- were in nineteen ninety five. Also, hipsters team. <laughs> They're a hipsters team. They are because everyone, even before season started, is going. <clears throat> yeah, well, basically, Leicester have the two best midfielders in the league, possibly <laughs> Europe, indeed, and Tielemans. And they're like, I'll oh, shut up. <laughs> well, fuck. what? Look at the stats. Go on the stats website. <laughs> Fuckers were right as well. <laughs> yeah, cunts. Just the cunts. Um, Always pal- paying attention to the details, the fucking dickheads. Palace, fucking right, nerds. right. I'm going 2 1 Palace for that just out of spite. Right, on to our own teams. Uh, I'll go first this one Sunderland versus Southend Southend of course now managed by Saul Campbell uh, oh, yeah, as I didn't know that week. was out yeah. this week yeah 
he's just took over there, yeah. Uh, that, so that probably I won't end well. Think we can win this two one. Only just. Yeah, I think you'll win as well. I'm going to say Numbers? one nil. <laughs> one nil. Having a bit of a yawn there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, West Ham <laughs> versus Newcastle. One nil. Oh, I think he'd do better than that. Two nil. No, I'm going to go three nil. Fucking hell. Hope yeah. so, mate. Uh, and finally, Reading versus Millwall. <laughs> I'll go first if you want this one. Reading, yeah. Millwall, 1 uh, 1. 3 0, Reading. Ooh, the hatred of Millwall is strong. <laughs> there we are. Um, I know, I look at Millwall's results sometimes and they're very unpredictable. Mm. They're a very volatile team. Uh, I've got some notes here that I made for this episode and we got oh. so carried away with Soldron that mm. we might not have time for this but I'm just going to say well, to you Sam let's do what we can I'm yeah. just going to say to you wild tortoise attack oh yeah yeah I was a, I was away in my Isle of Wight rig wasn't I I went away <laughs> with my daughter for a few days and my mum was there I mean I told you about uh, running commentary on fucking Jaws they should release a DVD <laughs> with my mum's commentary on it unbelievable we watched Jaws 2 John Jaws oh, 2 the following night you? which is I don't know if you remember but John Jaws 2 my mum's like we've got to watch the second one it's one of the funniest films I've ever seen in my life Right. and I thought oh, she's just mental I mean she thinks The Shining which is her favourite film is like a comedy she thinks it's like <laughs> hilarious right <laughs> well I mean he's so mad that's what she always <laughs> says about it <laughs> yeah I'm sure Kubrick would have been delighted with that review <laughs> Knockabout right. <laughs> comedy. Yeah, she should recut. You get those videos, don't you, online of like people recutting the trailer for a scary film as a comedy <laughs> and vice versa. Anyway, she thinks Jaws 2 is a comedy and I was like, I'll shut my... And then I saw it and she's right because in Jaws, John Jaws 1, mm. famously, they didn't... Um, uh, when Spielberg made it, he was disappointed because the shark, the f- fake shark they'd made, looked so shit right yeah so in the edit it looked like a disaster so his editor saved him Mm. by recutting a film with hardly any of the sharking and just using those pov shots of it moving through the water yeah like from the ship from the shark's own point of view and and used obviously john williams music and that was what made it the masterpiece it was right don't show the shark that was the trick don't show the shark until the end uh and the uh, the second Tortoise. one, yeah. Sorry, the se- the <laughs> we'll second one, that. yeah. Sorry, yeah. The second one, Jaws, John Jaws two. They've got a different director. Spielberg's fucked off, and the director's gone mad and shows the shark non-stop all the way through. <laughs> but the shark performs completely uncanny and absurd. Fucking sense. this huge inanimate, obviously made of spun shark keeps leaping out of the water <laughs> and just fucking jumping onto boats and chasing people around and shit like that. On wheels. At one point, at one point, he jumps out and fucking grabs the fucking a helicopter. There's one of those helicopters that lands on the sea, and all the kids are like stranded on a raft. They, oh, thank God, you're here. he goes, yeah, don't worry, I'm going to tow you in my helicopter. I'll just take back off again, and he's just taking off off the water, and suddenly John George just leaps out and gives it, hey, where the fuck do you think you're going? <laughs> not so fucking fast, kid. You land, yeah, you land something like that. On my fucking turf, it's getting eaten. And he just fucking leaps out and bites it out of the sky. And then he drags it under and eats the whole helicopter. Nom, 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 nom. 
<laughs> anyway, we were talk- we were talking about one of my earliest memories was um, we used to live on this estate in Brentford, and I was sat out the back, and I didn't know, but there was a wild tortoise on the estate. Wow! It it had no owner; it just roamed, right? Yeah. And I think people just it just fed, it ate in the wild, or people lived around it. Pe- yeah. People sometimes people knew it; it was yeah. part of the community, and they go there he goes, and they give him a little John bit tortoise. of carrot. John tortoise, right? Um, and he. And but I'd never seen this tortoise before, and it's one of my earliest memories. I was like a toddler. I don't know, maybe I wasn't even two yet. And I was sat out the back, right in the little backyard, and the gate at the bottom opened up into one of the walkways. And suddenly, I'm sat there doing whatever the fuck I was doing, and this fucking tortoise walks in, right? What? And now you got you got to imagine. I've never fucking. I've my exposure to animals is, I suppose, cats, dogs. We had a rabbit. Right, furry things. Yeah. This thing, I mean, if you really think about it, imagine you've never seen a tortoise before. It looks like a fucking prehistoric monster, right? Comes in. Yeah. It's terrifying. They've got those claws. Yeah. They've got a big fucking Hard mad shell. shell yeah. You're right. They and they look like they look like a sort of a big dinosaur that's been shrunk down in the oven, like you used to do to the crisp packets. packets. Yeah, of course. And so I've gone mad. I remember it, and I'm like, ah, ah, crying, <laughs> screaming. My mum is telling my 12-year-old daughter this story, right? <laughs> and she's going, and then she looks at me, and she goes, oh, and this torch came in. I heard him screaming, and I didn't know what was happening. And I went out, and it was this little wild tortoise that lived on the estate, and it had come in. And she had this smile, and she looked at me, and she just went, and you fucking shit yourself. <laughs> right? in front of my daughter <laughs> and then she just started laughing uncontrollably at the memory of it she went you fucking shat it you were crying your eyes out like the fucking it was like the devil like himself had appeared to you and I was like yeah exactly crying like a baby because I was a fucking baby and then by the way why was there a wild tortoise on the estate? She went, yeah, that was weird, actually. I've been thinking about it. No one knew who owned that tortoise. He just fucking walked around. Went around doing right? stuff. <laughs> Afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon. What are you up to? Got anything yeah. for me? Got any leaves? Yes. All right, young man. Yeah, what are you crying for? It's me, John Tortoise. You don't need to cry. I'm well known around these parts. <laughs> just give me a bit of carrot and I'll be on my way. Yeah, you've got T-T-F-A. nothing to worry about me, mate. I'm just, I'm just the local tortoise. I'm on my way up the news agents. Get myself a paper, do the crossword. <laughs> Maybe put a bet on, have a cup of tea yeah. somewhere. <laughs> John fucking tortoise. But, you know, I, my mum mocked me, but I think it's totally legitimate for a baby to be scared by a tortoise. I think so. Yeah, of course. Maybe if you'd seen it on Blue Peter, it would be all right because it would be being handled by other people. But I wasn't. I wasn't even at that age where I was watching Blue Peter. Yet. No, exactly. It was so, wild. If you'd seen one, more... it would be a cartoon one, probably, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not even sure if I'd seen that. Mm. I mean, we're talking. This was the late seventies, mate. We're not even in the eighties yet. Yeah, cartoons so... were rudimentary back then, so it wouldn't have looked anything like what you saw. <laughs> Ste- Steamboat Willie. Yeah. He was a fucking mouse, wasn't Steamboat he? Steamboat John Tortoise. <laughs> right that's it that's all we've got time for okay. uh, so I'll let you go right. now half term's nearly over you can go and do a bit of soldering before it finishes oh yeah let's squeeze in some like half time so, so, have you got any pictures of you if you own a soldering iron you've got any tips on soldering any tips on saving a precious knife 
yeah. or anything related to soldering, please do get in touch. Yes. Your contributions are appreciated as always. Uh, and mm. if you're in Liverpool, buy some fucking tickets for the show, will you? Fuck's sake, buy some tickets, Scousers. We want to see you. We don't want okay. this to turn into a thing. You know, we we love Liverpool. Remember my Scouse Nan? Do it for her, fuck's sake. Yeah. TTFN. TTFN, dickheads. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 